was a week ago that we had our annual general meeting. And you will notice today there aren't as many of us here. Things did not go well, I'm afraid. That hurtful things were said and a number of our key volunteers have resigned or have decided to step back from commitments that they had to the congregation. Martin Luther says sometimes we need to call a thing what it is. And so I think we need to say that we are hurt and hurting. There were regrettable things that were said that you can't unsay. You can only hope to rebuild trust. The way ahead is not going to be easy. In reflecting on my role in that meeting and as your pastor, I have some very deep regrets. And I want to name those before you today. I truly wish I would have flouted the parliamentary procedure when I saw that the conversation was getting too heated and when people were starting to feel unsafe. I didn't do that. The fact that I didn't do that, the best that can be said is that it wasn't helpful. I think the truth is more that it simply made the hurt worse. I will regret that for a very long time. I also will tell you, I will carry this with me as we go into the confession today with a prayer that maybe God will find a way to help me to do better and perhaps to be better. Gospel according to St. Mark, the eighth chapter. Then Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering, be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter. He said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Jesus called the crowd then with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. 
For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in his glory with his Father, with the holy angels. The Gospel of our Lord. Grace and peace to you from the one who was, who is, and who is to come. There is no fine print when Jesus tells people just what it means to follow, but I still think we misread the bold print. For example, how many of us have used that phrase, oh, it's my cross to bear, when we talk about just ordinary human suffering that goes with the territory of being a human being. And I'm sad to say there are times that people have used that phrase to excuse abuse heaped on by others. So what is Jesus saying, plainly? Well, I think that if we look at that calm, cool, low-temperature exchange between Jesus and Peter, the one in which Peter rebuked, which is the same word that is used when Jesus would call out the evil spirits. <laughs> and if you were to look at the original text in Mark, it is that Peter grabs Jesus and starts yelling at him that his way cannot be. And Jesus, in turn, rebukes Peter. Again, that word that Mark uses when Jesus speaks to the forces of evil and shouts them down. Jesus has an agenda that the world does not like. This forgiveness, this radical acceptance of others, this reaching out and caring for the vulnerable, that might sound good on paper, but evidently in practice, not even Simon Peter can stomach that. And Jesus says, that's the reality. That's what's going to happen. It is inevitable. But the other bit of the bold print that we miss, in three days, Jesus rises again. Nothing kills love. And God gets the last word. As people now living in Lent, we live in a dual reality. As my friend, the theologian, Dr. Anna Madsen puts it, death is real. God's love is realer. The cross is real. 
The resurrection's realer. What does that mean for church people these days? Well, I think the first thing it means is we need to be careful when we receive pushback that we're getting it for the right reasons. If it's just because we're being a bunch of judgmental jerks, then guess what? We have it coming. But if we are receiving pushback because we are doing what Jesus called us to do, then maybe, hard as it is, we're on the right track. I don't have all the answers to all of that. I will tell you a story because I think it pairs so nicely with Jesus' words about losing and finding. I had a chance to visit a church this week, a neighbor church, with a building much bigger than this one and an attendance comparable to ours. They decided, based on just a, a chain of events, that they wanted to start hosting a weekly gathering for people who live in either on the streets or in very precarious housing situations. It's quite a community they've built. They've got coffee, they had really good treats, um, people were playing cribbage and board games together and even doing a little art therapy and conversing and you could tell that people were knitting together as support for each other. And as one of the program's hosts told me, the decision to do that was a very difficult decision to make. I mean, there's safety concerns, there's liability concerns, there's what happens if people get rowdy, there are all kinds of concerns. Oh, yeah, and who's going to pay for all this? <laughs> uh, I'm sure that figures in, too. And so, at a meeting, as people struggled with this, someone got up and asked this question. Who are we if we only show up here for ourselves and not for our neighbor? Well, evidently those words found their mark. Because here we are a few months in, and there is a community that is getting together, and they are finding support, and they are finding friendship. What a question. What is it that we are afraid of losing? What is it that we really want to hang on to? The vast majority of us, I think, we just want things to be kind of the way they are now, or maybe a notch or two better. Here's a question. If we do that, if we pull that off, for whose sake? I'll just leave that with you. Amen.